Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from January 27, 1990, as we move right along, coming off a big birthday month. Oh, it's still our birthday month, and Harper bought him a new car because he deserves it, girl. Yeah. And he didn't buy him a new car. I'm just kidding. I Sitting here with Doc and Hard Body Harper. Go ahead, Harper. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I bought a fucking a used Infinity. Did you really? No, you didn't. No. Who makes that? Who makes that? Nissan. Nissan. Okay. Yeah. Does it smell like Badisi in there? No. Come on. The it's answer, a luxury vehicle. The answer. Well, <laughs> fuck me then. The answer <laughs> was supposed to be not yet. No. Excuse me. Not. Hey, yet. I got a question for you, Harper. Is this the new headset? Yeah. New headset. <laughs> yeah, I stepped on them. I got up in the middle and I take a piss or something. And I don't know, put them on the ground for some reason. I'm like, <sighs> well, when you were done shoving them up in the ass, you had to put them on the ground. I get it. And I was like, that was a lot of plastic that just broke. What the fuck did I step on? I picked them. I was like, they are destroyed. <laughs> uh, How many is that message. now? It's number five, at least. Maybe yeah. more. You should, you should just buy them in bulk. I'm, I'm thinking about that, Harper. I really <laughs> Maybe you should stop shoving them up asses and breaking them. Come on. No, you come on. This comes out of the general fund. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this comes out of the overhead account. Uh, I tell you what, at least they weren't like 40 bucks this time. I, I guess. I guess Everybody who supply- works from home's already bought their pair, so the prices went back down. I think so. I really do because they were like the last pair I got them were like forty one dollars, and then I think this time they were just under. Well, it's 30. the same exact pair though, so you think they'll I know. be like like the older, you know, model or whatever. You know how everything that you buy has gone up in price. Everything has gone up. Every fucking thing. Not no being a patron. Not being a patron of this show. That's right. We're breaking dominics. We are inflation proof. <laughs> and and Mike and I just finished a, a little patron episode. So the patrons will have already heard it. But those of you who are on the fence about um, coming on board, hey, we just did another uh, little patron episode. Yeah, we were talking about 
We were talking about Grizzly Adams, and and I just no, want to say something. No, we weren't. I, Man, Grizzly we weren't. Smith. God, why do I keep saying it? We we're talking about Grizzly Smith. I didn't watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Doc did. He he, he kind of went through some points and some things that he wanted to say. But I do want to say this about that episode, or just about Grizzly in general. If you're a pedophile, you're a piece of crap, and should be in jail. The other thing, if you enable pedophiles, if you know somebody who's a pedophile, and yet you don't turn them in. I, I don't believe in that. Don't be a snitch. You're an idiot and you should probably be in jail too. And if you're an enabler, you should go to hell as well. And that's what I want to say about that. And that goes for anybody who knew about Grizzly back then. I don't care who you are. I hope you go to hell one day if you're still alive. Leave kids alone. Hey, Doc. Probably no one I, knew. Doc, I wonder if Harper's it sounds like Harper's talking through his computer and not his headset. I wonder if if that I like That's I feel like sound. he's got it. Hold I think on. he's got it plugged in, but I don't know if he's got it uh his got his Skype set up with it right. Well, maybe he has How's the sound. Oh shit, keep talking, pal. How's the sound? That sounds pretty good. Does it sound good to you? Okay, I'll just make it sure. All right. Just double checking. Just double checking. Did your girl All say right. out when you shoved it up into her small intestine? Who does that? What is wrong with you? What? Grow up. You know that's what the army is thinking right now. Who else goes through headsets this fast? I'm sorry. He's going through it at an amazing rate. It's he's 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 a volume shooter when it comes to headsets. (laughs) Well, I don't know what to uh, say. So real quick, let's uh, so let me take you got a, you got a car. Um, it's a luxury vehicle. I didn't he said get he was car. joking. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. No. Buy a fucking if, infinity. If you were gonna get a car, what would you get? Oh, um, like if you had to pay for it, not like Price is Right bullshit. I mean, like you. Oh, <laughs> if I had to just, I don't. Fuck, bro. You know what I love. Those fucking Dodge fucking Challengers. Those fucking sports cars. Okay. I like how much, those. How much does one of those things run these days? Fuck, probably what? 30, you think? That's a lot of money for a car. Yeah, especially for a fucking Dodge. Right. Well, Mike, how long do you keep cars? As mm, long as I can. Yeah, I keep them till they till they're dead. <clears throat> yeah, and I buy them used. I pay them off quick, and I keep them for like twelve to fifteen years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the best way to go. Best way to go. Yeah, best way to go. Ain't nothing like that's driving like around a car that's paid for. They always got a new fucking truck every five years. Like, great, man. Be paying off a fucking vehicle for the rest of your fucking life. (laughs) Great. Just so you can feel fucking, you know, like you're special. You deserve it, girl. You deserve it, girl. Go ruin your fucking credit and fucking live off of fucking ramen noodles for fucking three years. And then by the time it's paid off, you paid 50 five thousand dollars for a car that's worth fucking 20 at best it's nice 
All right, special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Ch- Mike Childry, uh, Jeremy Ice, J- uh, Jeremy Priest and Joe Ice. Thank you for your patronage each and every month. A couple of new patrons, people moved over from Podbean, new Hall of Famers out there, Chris Passig, Denny Board, Kevin Nall, new Hall of Fame patron, uh, LaRon Brown bumped up his pledge, and Gerald Green signed back up. Thank you very much. And if you're not a patron member, please join. Last week alone, we kicked out four Patreon shows. Uh, when you include the video versions of these shows that we also post. And we drop the Mick Foley A&E biography pod along with the Dark Side of the Ring Collision in Korea pod on our Patreon feed and much more. So sign up, tinyurl.com slash BTT. We also have a clash coming up in the next few weeks. And the only way to get that is going to is by going to tinyurl.com slash BTT. Now, Doc... I don't think we got any docaholics or spotlights because nobody submitted a five-star review this week, so I'm a little disappointed. That's bullshit. How about you? It is bullshit. But I do have a question that I didn't get to ask Harper because he wasn't on the patron episode. Harper, what would your reaction be if Luke called you up after you know later tonight and said, brah, brah? And then we're we have Wildcat can go to North Korea. No, no. <laughs> so there's not like you don't have a price in your head, like what it would take to get you there. Yeah. Oh God, you would have to pay me a lot of fucking money, bro. I saw where someone's going to fucking Pakistan to some fucking. Hey, I got my passport. I'm going to pack. I'm like, who in the f- Pakistan? <laughs> Pakistan. We go wrestle in fucking Pakistan. Ah, uh, no. The Maharishi has a lot of money, though. He's a money. Yeah, I mark. just don't it's fucking Pakistan. He's got he's got control of the opium fields, and he's a money mark. Right. And he loves if the great Kali. You, you 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 get thrown in fucking jail. Fuck that's, that. Man. Well, that's a fair point, but think of all the money we're gonna make. Yeah. I mean, it's not like if you go to Europe or something, you know? Wrestler logic. How bad could it be? Right. Let's go to fucking Lebanon and shit. Wrestle. Yeah. Well, Mike said he wouldn't go, but I have a feeling you have a price. North Korea. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a price. I just wouldn't say anything. There's not enough money to pay me to get me to travel to North Korea. Imagine, imagine Harper trying to be Harper and manage oh, God. in Pyongyang. Bro, he gets shot. He gets shot. He'd get shot in the arena. Oh God! Yeah, North Korea. Yeah, dude. They said that they had those old fucking, uh, fucking cargo planes for their fucking, uh, their quote unquote fucking airline planes to fly them in. Uh, it sounds like in in in, in fucking uh, major league when she got rid of their plane and, and they gave them the old fucking World War II cargo plane. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland and North Korea do great taste. They go great together. Oh. I'm fully vaccinated now. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, I got that second shot. That dog. means you can stop wearing condoms. Yeah. Hey, Hopper, can you see uh, my screen? Yeah, I see it. I want you to go to the settings on your Skype. And I want you to go to audio and video. And I want you to scroll down. And I want you to make sure your microphone says that it's coming through your headset. How do I? Let's see. So I uh, click on the, the, the little so let me, uh, mic let symbol. Me, let me go back. Here we go. Bro, what wow, is this is shit. On every go. other show, this would be horrible audio. But I'm kind of looking forward to it here. Let's keep going. So can you see my screen, Hopper? Yeah. Click the little the little three dots. Dot, dot, right dot, there. circle, circle. Dot, dot, yeah, dot. circle, circle, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> Right there, oh, Hopper. Next to your picture. This is going to be great. Hold on, real quick. Let me get this. Right. You might, you might have to click. You might have to. You see how they got the little three bars right here? Yeah. Okay. Click sometimes, on that. It, sometimes it looks like this. You might have to click that. All right. I got. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here we okay. go. This is great. All right. Now we go to the three dots. All right. Settings. Click the three dots and go to settings, yeah. Sir, sir, have you have you tried restarting the machine? And then, Hopper, if you're looking at my my screen, you go to audio and video. Mm-hmm. Then you scroll down and you make sure your microphone. Miggity, miggity, is, microphone check. What's up? Is, What's up? Make sure what? your microphone is picking up your headset. Wait. How do I, how do, I do that? I got a fucking auto. Okay, let's see. <laughs> I hit fucking audio and video. Just uh, my fucking camera came on. Oh shit! It, that happens, but we can't see anything. Don't worry. Oh. Put your dick <laughs> back in I'm your pants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do I hit now? You see where? You, do you see where it says microphone? Right. Click the little drop down that's next to it. Or to the right, a microphone. Okay. The little arrow that's pointing down, and put on. You should be. You should have an option that should say something like Microsoft Life Chat because I think that's the name of your headset. Right. How does How does this show ever get on the air? Click on that. Click it's... and make sure that's selected. Yeah, it's got a check on it. Jesus. Okay, Lord. that's selected. Yeah. All right. So then it is your headset. Good. Just making sure because it All didn't right. sound like it. I feel yeah, like we dodged a bullet there. Hey, Mike. Well, first yes. of all, Harper, you're not really kind of a office desk cubicle guy, are you? No. <laughs> I wish I would. Okay. So if we put you and Jim Cornette in a basic proficiency test for Microsoft <laughs> Office products, do you feel confident that you could outperform Jim Cornette? Oh yeah, I use Microsoft Office. Okay, what which which particular apps do you use more than the others? When I gotta uh, if if I gotta type something, I print it out. So Microsoft Word. Right, right, right. Oh, Words. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Words. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Uh, the matter I, I, no, I believe Hopper. He, he I do too because he he's knows. younger. He's got an advantage there. Well, no, and I know the type of I words. Mean, that's he, all I know. 
Yeah, I know the type of word. Words. No, it's called word, not words. <laughs> but that's okay. It's words. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't expect them to be like a PowerPoint guru or anything, oh, or no, or 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 whatnot. But I, I would expect them to halfway know how to use Word. Okay. The precursor but, to that was Word Perfect. Remember that. Sure. Okay. Doc, anything else? Or can we get into this week's episode? Because <laughs> this is this is turning into some riveting audio. I know. Uh, maybe we should talk about some wrestling. All right, I'm getting the uh, video version loaded. Hold on, it's uh, for whatever reason it's taking forever, and I don't want so Michael Angel out there that, to start um, I did want to. I, I do have a docaholic spotlight of the week. Oh, you do. Yeah, I want to shout out um, Bobby Blaze for having you on. Uh, you had a recent appearance on his podcast, Bell to Bell, um, mm-hmm. where you spoke some severe truth to his audience, unlike ours, where you said, when we did the Smoky Mountain podcast, what did you say about how I read the demographics? Oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, right, right. Well, basically, <laughs> if you got, and that, that that's actually smart. It would have been smart if you weren't an idiot uh, to lead people to listen to your appearance on Bobby's podcast and get him some traffic over there. But uh, basically, you said, I don't know why people got mad at Doc. He was just reading facts when we talked about the demographics. Yeah, I, I never understood. We We started as we got into it. We're getting all kind of hate mail and just like bad feedback about it. And uh, a lot of people took it as a personal attack. And, and the thing was, you even said a few times when you read the demographics, you were like, look, if, if we were doing the world-class territory and doing different towns, we would be doing the same thing. If we went to a town that was poor and white, if we were doing new Orleans or anywhere in the mid South, and we were going to towns that were, you know, more African-American poor people, you would have stated the facts. There were people working themselves into a shoot because we were in towns where it was 90% white people and 60% of the people were on welfare, and all you would you were just stating was facts, and you would say, oh, we're in Jellicoe again. It is poor and white. And boy, those folks couldn't handle the truth. That's like, nice. So I just was stating that you... We're stating facts. Once again, if you pulled up the demographics of New Orleans, pre-Katrina, because I don't know what it is now due to gentrification, I would think you would have a very, well, not think, I believe you're about 65% African-American back then, maybe as high as 70 in the city of New Orleans, and there would have been a nice percentage on government assistance. I'm not going to get mad if it's a fact. I mean, what is wrong with people? Again, it goes back to what I said on Bobby's show. Go listen to it. Everybody's ready to work them. People not, are just working themselves the thing, into guys, a shoot over and over. This, I'm not a badass because I'm white. I'm a badass because I'm a badass. Stop getting your pussy sore. Come on. Okay. Well, anyway, Bobby Blaze, Bell to Bell, Mike was on there last week. Um, just really laying it down and talking about how the fact, and everybody here knows this. We don't miss shows, and we've been doing this a long fucking time. We're good hey, kids. Hey, Harper, uh-huh. I just saw a tweet from someone, uh, one of our big patron contributors, 
uh, at Jeremy underscore Priest. He said, I purchased a video shout out from CJH Hudat. Can't yeah. wait to get it. The wisdom may be too much to handle. So I will be looking forward to getting that one from your your woman and putting it on the YouTube channel for him. That's right. Killing, so killing is a all the secrets one. to life. That should be uh, a great one. Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And hear the limitations of the women. Is that a song lyric of some sort? You remember that? With fucking Conan the Barbarian? No, I don't, Hopper. I, I thought that was a lyric from that movie, uh, A Tour, the, 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 the knockoff Conan that we saw the commercial for. Oh, God. I forgot about that fucking shit. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. Uh, we are talking June 27th, 1990, NWA Saturday night on TBS. I'm going to hit play on the video version, and here we go. We're off and running. The Road Warriors cut a quick promo, and then we go uh, to the arena where we got Gordon Soley and Jim Ross. They're still on commentary this week, and we're still in Huntsville, Alabama. They do run down everything we will see today, and we head straight to the ring. Doc, I got to ask you, do you have any thoughts on the opening before we go to Rick and Scott Steiner versus the State Patrol? We are still in Huntsville, Alabama, and... They tell us we're going to see Arn Anderson and Eddie Gilbert today. I like the sound of that. Yep. Anything else? Well, Gordon looks like he's about to break into some some DTs and needs a, some gin stat. How much you think he's had? This is the second, you know, piece of a TV tape, and how much? Yeah, uh, we got to think if we started at six, maybe. On this taping, what do you think? Six o'clock? I'd say at least, and he's probably, it's probably eight o'clock by now. And Oh, he's halfway through a handle of gin. You yeah. think he just has a flask on him? I think that's for this segment. And then <laughs> he has a different flask for the next segment. <laughs> and I have a feeling was. his breath is about to knock Jim Ross over right there. It is probably <laughs> what caused the Bell's palsy, if we're going to be honest. Come on. Jesus. God. What an asshole. God. I know. Sully is usually seen as a nice guy, but to cause another man's Bell's palsy is a pretty prick move. That's fucked up. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Don't blame me. All right. Well, we go to the match. I got to get to a timestamp. I got to play here. There's something that said. That, is it 530? Uh, I've got 520, so we might be okay, on the same Okay, it's JR's page commentary. Yes. Okay, we got the same stamp here, so good. All right. We're so there the was a page. there was a Doom, like a, a quick Doom promo before the match started, but I didn't have anything from it. But I'm going to play this commentary from JR. Just listen to what he has to say. He is uh, pretty odd at times. The wrestling hotline, which you can see the Steiners every or hear the Steiners every week. I guess Japanese technology might be able to see them in your phone. I don't know. But at any event, the wrestling hotline, the number to call 1 900 909 9900. The Steiners uh, on there each and every week. So little did JR know 25, 30 years later, we would be watching things on our phone. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting little nugget. Doc, what did you have? These motherfuckers predicting smartphones over here. Yeah. 
predict the future. Now, so, what they didn't so predict apparently was... getting gin blown in your face like that causes Bell's palsy, but it also helps you see the future. <laughs> hey, Harper, uh. can you imagine if us, Doc 2, obviously, at the age of 13 had smartphones and the stuff we would have been looking at? My oh, dick, God. My dick would have fallen off. Oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> There's there's just no other way. That's the that's the most common and easy explanation for what would have happened. Yeah. I mean, we like Hopper has said many a times, pulled out the Sears book with the lingerie section, and that was, you know, that was prime wh- time jerking off shit. You you go to the picture <laughs> with the woman that's got lace and kind of. See a nipple, but you can't. You're like, okay, this is my page right here. Come <laughs> Is he lying, Doc? He's uh, uh, he's Harper, you know. He's going to put a little <laughs> extra touches on this thing. Harper, this is my page right here. This is it right here. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me ask Hopper. Have you seen the Sears catalog? I need no, to order some things. <laughs> oh boy, Harper, did you have any thoughts on you would order that shit and then go pick it up? That was crazy, man. Yeah, my mom used to do that shit. That's Plus true. Two. You'd you'd call in and order it. And then you'd pick it up. Like six weeks later, you go get yeah, some. Right. <laughs> God, remember, remember waiting four to six weeks to get something in the fucking mail? Man, everybody's going to talk about the good old days, man. Fuck the good old days. I need, okay. my ad. I need my shit today. Bruh, I'm about to stop it on this ad because that's the first thing I thought. So first off, we do go to commercials. The Steiners won the match pretty easily. And then we go to some commercials. We get a replay of some we've seen, but we see a Karate Kid 3 VHS commercial. And then there's a commercial for something called the Today Sponge Birth Control. And the minute I saw this, I panicked because I was immediately scared of what you two were going to say. I was thinking, what? What? Why would they think this demographic that watches fucking wrestling would you know, this would be a fucking great ad for a fucking wrestling show? Because I can tell you, bro, in 1990, at this time, I, I was 12, 13 years old. I wouldn't know what the fuck this was. I just don't remember this and was like, what the hell? And then a birth control fucking ad comes on later on. Today's sponge. Asked my girlfriend. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" She's like, "She's like, oh, that's that's old. They don't make that crap anymore." Well, I would guess not. I mean, it seems like a gimmick, and I don't mean that the way Imagine it sounds. Putting your faith into that fucking thing, you'd be better that's... off just putting some sriracha in a turkey baster and shooting it up in there. Oh, come on. What? Sriracha. Yeah. What's that? I... Mike, Go do you ahead. know what I'm talking about? Not really. Sriracha sauce. Right. That's what I thought, but I didn't, I don't get it. 
You just put some of that in your your hot sauce up in a turkey baster and shoot it up in there and kill your uterus. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. well, what if? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Probably can't have sponsors. I, I don't even know what to say. That's might be that's up there with some of the dumbest things I've ever heard on this show. We don't need sponsors. We, I already figured this out. Where we messed all this up was we needed a side business to be able to push everybody to when they listen to this. That's where the the Huntsville Huckster gets it. Hey, listen to my <laughs> li, listen the to Huntsville my podcast and refinance wow. your house. Wow. That's good. Yeah, there's no ads on this. We say it all the time. So tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. That's the ad. Like, literally, that's the ad. <laughs> that's our Today's <laughs> Right. No, no dong croutons. Just tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, today's sponge, yes, is the ad. I, I don't... I'm, I'm glad you asked uh, Mrs. Harper over there because, dear God, I don't even... It Just the name makes me go, What? Today's sponge. You, when you think about sponge, I'm like, uh, okay. NW Wrestling is brought to you by AMW Root Beer, Western Union, mm. and today's sponge. Today's choice what? in birth control. They should have had it like people. they should have had it like dripping out with jizz off. Oh, of oh my on. god! Well, that's what it's going to eventually be, right? I, I, do you just use it once? Well, then it would probably get heavy as it accumulated the product, if you will. No, well, can you just like wring it out? Because it's a sponge. <laughs> and I'm and I'm gross. I don't know. See, the sriracha starts I mean, to sound I, better and better. I, I, I don't. I'm speechless. Like I, but could there you are, clean it to reuse it. I mean, I, I guess he's asking a question. I mean, we are here's we're three men here. We have no idea. We we don't remember this. We didn't hear about it until we rewatched this. I have no clue. So there's a few women out there who listen to the show. You tell us because we're clueless and we admit to being clueless. Would you stuff. put this in your ham wallet? That's God. Me. No. I wouldn't trust that shit for nothing. Yeah, ain't no telling what kind of chemicals on that to be well, a sponge. Well, they had a and- big like. In the late 70s or early 80s, wasn't I think there was like a big class action lawsuit against the maker of some IUD that like fucked gave up cancer, it. didn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it could have you been gotta, that shit. Unless it's a dick, you need to be careful about what you're shoving up there. Wow. Come on. You just, you have no limits. Yeah. I'm a soldier too. I guess. Magic spoon. <laughs> Moving right along, uh, there were some other commercials there. There was one for Advil, Clearasil, Alka-Salter, all kind of stuff like hey, that. Hey, I don't but, mean um, to bust anybody's wrestling podcast revenue, but I was talking to a guy, a good friend of mine who's a reputable source, who's a UPS driver, and he was like, and he's been doing this a long time, and he goes, look, here's the deal. I like those meal services, but I'm also a delivery driver, and if you think I'm going to order some shit that's been sitting in the back of my truck in 110 degree heat in the summer, you can go <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah, my girlfriend did that and fucking one of the fuck it that fucking onions with it, and it was they didn't last a half an hour. They, they were bad in like fucking two days. 
The ant- well, so, so the onions got blown up. Yeah, what the fuck? I forget what it's called. Don't say it. <laughs> I don't want to get sued by him. All right. <laughs> uh, keeping it moving, we got Kevin Sullivan versus Lee Scott. Cactus Jack comes out to ringside, and he's reading a book again. And um, I yeah. forgot they were uh, together back then. Mm-hmm. Cactus is, uh, we learned that Cactus is more of a renaissance man than we thought. I think that's what JR said. But I don't have anything else from it. Sullivan just kind of beats the piss out of Lee Well, Scott. can you give me 1224, please? 1224, and, let's go. And tell it. me if Sullivan goes extra hard into Lee Scott's nuts here. Right here. Okay, so here it comes. The trio woe. Um, and the second see. That was the first one. Here's the second one. Harper, what do you think? I think he went kind of high with it, didn't he? Looked like he might have caught him pretty good yeah. in the jewels. Yeah. Oops. But I think that was worse when he used to do the stomp. Yeah, what was what would Sullivan so here's my question. What would Sullivan's career been if he was six three? I don't know. I think he did pretty damn well for He did. I think it, it would have been uh world champion huh i mean doc it's a i don't know hopper it's a hard question to answer because it wasn't like he had a disappointing career Mm-mm. but what do you think i mean you're asking a question i don't know really i mean man think- i think he's with his mind for the business and everything else i think i mean who knows i'm with you we keep moving Ranger Ranger Ross. We're going to get to that in a second. Uh, We see some commercials coming up. They actually show a commercial. I think this is the first one we've seen for a Clash 10 promo for the Texas shootout coming on February 5th, where something's going to happen to Sting that Doc's going to love, unfortunately. And then we see uh, a commercial for Oxy 10. We've seen one already for them. Hey, Uh, I just said, one of these arenas, the Shrine Mosque. What? I didn't see that. That's pretty interesting. Actually. Because I looked it up, and it's this really old building that's still there for the 1920s. And wow. It's it's like a kind of like a Sam Houston Coliseum type of like a municipal auditorium, a really old building that's still there. And I don't know why they call it mosque. Well, because Muslim people deserve to have things too. Yeah, in fucking Springfield, Missouri. I know that's kind of weird. <laughs> it's it's uh the Abu <laughs> Ben Adam Adam Shrine Mosque. Praise be to Allah. Okay. All right. On that note, we keep moving. Uh, let's go to the rest. This of shit was built in twenty three, though. Nineteen twenty three. Yeah, it's 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 still there. And the shit was built in 23 with right. a cost of $600,000 then. Yeah. The Shriners you, were involved. There you go. That thing's almost 100 years old, man. That's yep. pretty amazing, actually. They'll tear it down and build some kind of jackass building in its place that looks Well, because I was like, how is it still there? And they said that because it's, it's under the, like, historical... You know, you know, designation. You're right. Register of historic places. Yeah. 
the the sportatorium should have been a historical building. We should have bought uh, that son of a bitch. Yeah, man, but they the, the, fucking did they try, but they got rejected. I don't I imagine, mean, Mike, if we owned WCW and the sportatorium, and we could just drive down to the downtown Dallas and sit in the building and watch WCW on our phones, bro. I just if somebody would if the the Rushu, I mean, it, just think if somebody if you'd have bought that building, the sportatorium, it could have renovated it and made a museum God, out of it. Have fun with that, man. What renovating it? Yeah, bro. Oh, it would have been real hard. I mean, you'd have had to put a lot of money into it. Look, but you could say moving. all you want about all this shit about wrestling history, but if you own that some bitch and you could find some gentrifying white people, oh you yeah, made that money. Uh, we keep seeing some more commercials. We see a Steiner Ruse commercial with Rick Steiner barking like a dog I, and growling. I, 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 I don't remember. <laughs> Ruse lasted that fucking long. I don't either, but I feel it's it's here and it's gonna happen for a like, little while. Okay, yeah, from like the eighties, from like nineteen, from like when I was like a child, like night when I was like seven, eight years old, having Ruse because I, I I don't remember in nineteen ninety, anyone walking around wearing Ruse and they look like wrestling boots. Well, that that was that was just one pair, but yeah, I. I'm with you, Hopper. I feel like I had a pair of those in like '85 or something. Right. Not, not '90, but you know, wrestling's always late to the game. Look, they tried to do a Sub Zero gimmick with Glacier and way past Mortal Kombat's prime. So, ah, who knows, man? Well, not that that, that was a commercial. But... It was because their 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 uh, corporate office was in St. Louis, and that's where Herd was from. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Keeping it moving right along, catch-up commercial, Halloween 5, Starburst. We've seen a bunch of these already. No need to talk about them. We go to the next match on the show. It is going to be Ranger Ross taking on Galaxian number 2. Cornette comes out and joins uh, Jim Ross and Gordon Soley on commentary. Corny isn't happy about the fact that JR mentions that the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight need to uh, go through the rock and roll to possibly win the U.S. tag belts. There's going to be a tournament. That's why that's being mentioned. Remember, they're vacant. I think they're vacant since Steiner and Eddie Gilbert had them uh, last year. Ranger Ross is going to win the match, and we hear nothing but silence when he does. Uh, Corny wasn't even good on commentary, but it was better than the match, I guess. Fuck, don't thought... I was thinking about him? What's that? This is, this is January 1990. All I had to do was hold on for like eight more months. And when, <laughs> and when Desert Storm happened, he could have been, I don't know. Or they could have brought him back during the fucking Desert Storm situation. When did he rob the bank, Doc? Oh, I fuck, know. I forgot about that. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, no, I really don't know. Like, I'm just thinking about it when Hopper was saying that. I don't know, Hopper. I don't think this guy had it. I mean, He's got he no personality. Yeah, I mean, he just... I mean, we've seen worse. Sure. But... What a ringing endorsement. <laughs> we've seen worse. It's like the nicest guy in prison. But anyway. Uh, Doc, did you have anything from this? I fast forwarded straight the fuck through this. 
Yes, so did I. <laughs> Once I was like, okay, he can do an arm drag. I'm f- in. Bye. Okay, so Rager Ross was arrested for robbery. Um, he was the motorcycle bandit. Wow. He Who made his escape. He would have been better off. Um, made his escape on a Honda, Honda motorcycle in February of 1996. Mm. How much he got? I don't know. But he, uh, it says here on his Wikipedia page, he left on bad terms. He filed a discrimination suit, which what we know about the early 90s WCW might not have been, you know, wrong. Yeah. He was a private investigator and a probation officer and then flipped and decided to rob a bank. Did he win the case against WCW? I don't know that. I remember here... I remember hearing about that. That's why I'm trying to remember if he won. Was he on drugs? So maybe it wasn't that he was going to rob a bank the reason he couldn't come back. It was because he was too busy suing the company. Yeah. So instead of him, maybe the guy you were looking for to play that role would have been Sergeant Craig Pittman. Well, he did kind of play that. Well, that was later on. I know what you're saying because he did the Marine thing. But like he was a heel though, wasn't he? I I mean, was he? I mean, he really kind of did a lot of jobs on like Worldwide and Yeah, I remember that. Saturday night, I mean. I'm not saying he got pinned every time, but you know what I'm saying? He was basically like a mid-card kind of God. Who? Who, who did you say, Harper? NWO Sting. Right. What is his his fucking interest music was like the the fucking SOS. That was his interest fucking music. And they're coming out of some computer wall on Saturday night. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Can we get the studio back? <laughs> All right. Uh, keeping uh, the show moving along. Uh, we had some commercials, a bunch of replays from what I could see. We then go to Dr. Death, who's going to battle Cactus Jack. Uh, this is from Main Event and from Saginaw, mm. Michigan. Uh, fantastic crowd in the, in Saginaw for this match. They, this was taped on January 9th of 1990. This building, if the internet is correct, holds 7,000, and they tell us it's sold out. I well, can't tell a, if it well, is. a nice crowd in it. Yeah, yeah well, hey, that's what I was about to say. I can't tell rolling, if it's sold out. Because I got a timestamp for 29.20. Okay. And then a follow-up 20 seconds later, man. First of all, Dr. Death selling selling for Cactus nicely. Good job for Dr. Death. Um, Here comes this, the timestamp, but, but it is a nice crowd. I wanted to say that. Yeah, I had a my God moment here. Yeah, here it comes. I, I know exactly. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Here it comes. Yeah. This here shit. it comes. Cactus. Fuck that. He gives zero fucks. What did he say in the biography, Doc? They were like, wow. They kept telling him he didn't have to do it, and he's like, no, this is what I have to do to get over. Yep. He would take these. And then that. That's worse. That hurt. The suplex over the barricade onto the concrete because he landed on the concrete, not the pad. down. When he the the first move where he went over the 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 guardrail, he was at least moving parallel to the ground for some of that. 
I have a note. You're going to hear me say this a bunch of times. And I rewound it to show the suplex. We're going to see this over and over. This is why he got over. Oh, God. He didn't land flat. No. That's what I was saying, Hopper. He landed kind of like on his looks more, hip and the ass. The first one looks more impressive going over, but he was sliding across the ground more. That one, he just came down 270 thunk on the ground. Oh, God. Then... Doc, in like another minute and 10 seconds, I'm going to go forward to it. He takes a bump over the top rope. He's just fearless, man. It's like, and here's the thing. There's no flips and dives, obviously, but it's Cactus just, dude, he knew how to do what he had to do to get over for himself. Here comes the one, I believe I got the time. Hey, look, we, we said it on the patron. You know, we love Mick. If you're not interested in walking when you're 60 years old, more power to you. Here it comes. Watch. Here we go. Ten more seconds. Mick fights out of a, a headlock, ducks a clothesline, ducks another one, and here comes the, the bump over the top yeah. of the Yeah. Now, that wasn't bad, actually, the way Doc caught him and kind of he fell over. I didn't that catch didn't him. hurt. But it's just... Another bump that Mick takes, Cactus takes, where he just is showing no fear. Look, look at that. Ooh. You don't the, the camera angle is bad there. He's getting back in the ring, and Doctor Death, Doctor Death kicks him, and he takes a bump. You just can't see it because it's a bad camera angle. Bloop. That's a back drive bump. Kick, drive kick, dude. Yeah, uh, that's number four in this match. He's just taking it, and Doctor Death's going to win with the Oklahoma Stampede, but Cactus didn't make it easy for him. And I got to tell you, Cactus is still new. A little bit over a month now. He's over, and he ain't even winning. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Hopper, did you have on this? I mean, Cactus is I too. just, he, he don't give a fuck. It's a thing of beauty, to be honest with you. It's a thing of He bumps well. He's so good. He's only got a few years in the wrestling business right now, too. Like, he's not... He's not a grizzled vet. Doc, any thoughts before we keep moving? I thought Dr. Death, especially at the beginning, was good about selling and giving him some stuff. Because it would have been it would have been within the realm of possibility for Dr. Death to swallow him up and Cactus just bumped around for 15 minutes. So I like that I, piece yeah. of it, and I thought it made Doctor De- or Cactus even better for the bumps he took. He got some offense in, and they slowed down a little bit. Yeah, there. they they worked some like arm bars there. You see, there was a bunch of headlocks. It, it actually, you know, we're talking about the highlights. The match was slow, but the thing was, they Cactus took took just enough hard bumps to where you weren't bored by when they laid on the mat a little bit. And there's another one, a clothesline. I mean, look, Cactus from the apron, he's going to hit Doc here with a clothesline. Do you think like Sullivan and JR were talking to Dr. That looked like shit, by the way. But uh, we're talking to Dr. Death and like, he's a good kid. Don't swallow him up. I wouldn't doubt it because I mean, it's not an accident that they had this much time for TV. They went a while, man. 
They did damn right they did. They were out there for a while. Body slam on the pan outside. Uh, it's this is some good shit. It really yeah. is. Okay, we get another set of commercials for the East Tennessee State Invitational on TBS yeah, at nine oh five tonight. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why you have cable people watch this shit. Then uh, NWA Hotline commercial. We get a commercial for uh, some antacid, Ryopan Plus Two antacid. I don't even know what the hell that was, to be frank. Uh, the Wild Thing commercial for Wrestle War ninety. Yeah, look at Heinz fucking joy, joy from Friends. I've never seen an episode of Friends in my life. Me either. Uh, more ruse commercial. Let's see. Oh, we got a we got a promo to get to here. Here it is. Uh, after the commercial, look, <laughs> look at that, at that face. face. <laughs> Come on. There's the Bell's palsy starting. Stop. I thought you were gonna say that's the skeet skeet face. Well, that's after him and Herd had a steak and about ten drinks and decided to get some hookers. <laughs> Well, we need to go to a promo from Buzz Sawyer with the Great Muda and the Dragon Master. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross back with you. We're going to focus on the big brawl involving Sting, Ric Flair, and Arn Anderson as they took on the Great Muda, the Dragon Master, and uh, Buzz Sawyer last night on the Power Hour. We're going to show you that six-man tag team event, but first, let's hear these comments from Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer and the Japanese. Take your shoot out! <laughs> Gosh, Tim, I can't wait! Did you see last night on the Power Hour what the Mad Dog, the Great Muda, the Dragon Master did? The dog was flying! <laughs> Laying right on top of Sting. I liked it so much, they said they're gonna show it again. You understand what I mean? Can you imagine in Corpus Christi, Texas? When they got a cage where nobody can get out or nobody can get in, they seem to be making a big deal over that. Well, you see this head, you see the myth in these two people's minds, and you can't see the face. But see, I got all the wisdom. I got all the intrigue, man. I got everything that makes a winning team. Ric Flair, Sting, Arn Anderson. The dog will fly, the Dragon Master will prevail, and the Great Muda will be there. And one more time, we will win! <laughs> Snapmare by Buzz Sawyer, drops the elbow. Um, this is a weird combination. They're building up for the clash that's about to happen, though, with the cage match. So, that's all I had. Uh, Doc, you got anything from this? Should we take it to mean that Gary Hart's gone now? Yeah, because I was wondering. I was like, "Well, he's he's not he's not out with them for this." I'm trying to remember. To be honest with you, he's not out there. He's got to be. Um, DM Stephen Javorski. He'll be able to tell you because he's an idiot, and but he knows that he'll crank off while he responds to you. But you know, he'll answer you. All right. Yeah, well, this I is guess. crazy, man. He really is. Uh, immediately after the pro, oh, the Harper, do you have anything from the promo? I mean, Buzz. It seems like he really is on drugs. What's well, because I think it's because I think he is. Gee, yeah. what is you? It's <laughs> yeah, you. No, they throw to a match right after the promo. You heard it. They throw to a match with Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Sting. So it's a six man. 
They're taking on Buzz, the Great Muda, and the Dragon Master. This is from the NWA Power Hour episode. Um, after the, and I think this this was on from January 26th. After the interview with Sawyer, they throw to it. Uh, Cornette and JR are on commentary. So the way this thing ends, Flair makes the hot tag to Sting. Fans are going nuts. Stinger splash on Sawyer. Sting goes for the Scorpion Deathlock, but Muda hits Sting with a miss. And it turns into a wild brawl, and the heels are triple teaming Sting. Uh, Sawyer is going to hit Sting with the splash. They do all that. You know, they're trying to build up because they're going to have this six-man match uh, at the Clash 10 in the cage. So that's what this was all about. Did you have any other thoughts from this particular match, Doc? I'm going to let me say this, and, and this is a serious comment here, and it's not meant to disparage Sting. It is to discuss his place in these six guys that are out here. I felt like he, and I can't put my finger on this, and I don't know how to say it other than I felt like he was a little lost here. He was a little out of place. He wasn't really sure what to do. Like when they went outside a couple of times, he stayed on the apron. It just felt like he wasn't quite confident in where to go and what to do. Well, I mean, you're not a Sting fan, so you're going to be looking for those things. Sure, that's it. Yeah, that's my fault. Um, what do you think, Hopper? Well, go ahead, Doc. So I'm on board with all this, this whole match. Except, isn't this the pay? Isn't this the main event at the Clash? Right. I was yes. thinking the same thing. This is a hell of a match to have on uh, basic cable. Yeah, but the way they ended it with. Sawyer hitting Sting with the splash and everything we saw where they're brawling. I mean, there's really no resolution to it, but this this is... Hold on. I say this is the main event. This is technically not the main event because Sting is not going to be in the main event. That's not my problem. We'll, we'll find out why, but yeah, this is close. It's close to the main event. Let's leave it at that. They're going to do something that Doc will be very happy with. <laughs> well, and I got to tell you so, something else I was happy about. I got to tell you this right now. Dude, Sting got missed it here. I got to tell you, I mean, I'm I'm no Javorski, but I got to tell you, I got a slight erection from that. I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> All these little it's, not my fault that, it's not my fault that doing this show has wrecked your childhood and laid you see that Sting wasn't anywhere near the competitor that you thought he was when you were 10. Dude, look at all of these little girls at ringside when Buzz is banging heads, banging Flair's head up against the barricade. You will never see young girls like this enjoying wrestling. Look at them. Watch. Watch when they, they get over there. They're like on the barricade touching Rick. Look at this. Like, they're into it. You go find... Well, now you would have a bunch of fat dudes with Cheeto dust on their fingers crowding out any young girls if there were young girls there. Get out of the way, dude. We need to, like, get this picture. We need, like, an NFT for this. (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm a wrestling journalist. Right. One of the biggest problems that we have for our children today is that the generations before him won't grow the fuck up and let today's kids be kids. That's true, huh? Everybody's got to have 
40-year-old people with toys. Man, the, I tried to I tried to get the boy into sports cards. He was like, I'm going to buy some basketball cards just so he can take a look at them. It's 100 bucks to get, like, just some packs so that you can look at them and open them. And I no. looked at the – I went to the – no, seriously. And I went to the, the baseball or the sports card store, and I was like – they told me that. And I, I mean, I was like, look, I can smell the work when I when one's being presented. I looked at her, the just old lady. Just go to Walmart. People camp out there waiting for them to be put on the shelves. Target the f- won't, Target won't sell them anymore because there was a two fist fights in Wisconsin over this shit. And Why? it's all because well, because the companies worked people our age by making them worth money instead of just something to do. And I looked at this old lady working at the sports car shop. And I'm like, so this shit isn't really for kids anymore, is it? It is for people my age. And she goes, pretty much. Yeah, it's just like and everything it's else. People it's like comic age, books. They won't grow the fuck up. Yeah. Drink a fucking beer, watch a sport at sporting event, and let your kids be kids. Just like comic books. Just like everything. A bunch of st- Star Wars and just, man, fucking grow up. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. say it on here all the time, grow up. But I mean, I mean Drink some gin. Go buy a full size American car. There you go. Hate your life. That's right. (laughs) Go marry some fucking woman. Hey, save save that for your videos, dude. Don't give it all away here for free. (laughs) That's that's Uh, good shit. That's good shit, pal. Doc is salty here. Doc, any other thoughts on this match? I think you've commented enough on uh, what we see. I like this right here because I mean. How often do you see him go up top and they just uh, throw him off? Flair. Yeah, it's a good point. It's and the crowd point. really popped when fucking Sting came in. No, they, they sure did. did. Yeah, they, they sure did. did. They sure did. And Doc's over there bad-mouthing him, but again, you know, that's why I say I don't I know if I agree with him. But they all like <laughs> Tiffany and, and fucking Debbie Gibson. Probably. <laughs> I think we're alone I think now. we're alone now. Man, I tell you what, I would love there was this thing getting missed. It. I would love if there really was a boogie time machine to go back in time, the age I am now, just to experience a day. And I know this is 1990, but experience a day in like the 80s. Just, just once. Oh, yeah, bro. But, I would love to go to the, the old fucking Mid-South shows if I could. Yeah. We're fucking fucking JYD coming out. I got money to make things happen. It's 1982 for wrestling. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, you got a lot of stuff happening with the Midnight and Rock and Roll in 84, Mid-South. I mean, you got the Freebird Von Erich feud in 83 and World Class or something. Mm. You know, we can't forget about 86 Crockett. There's a lot going on there that's tremendous. All right, Doc, do you have thoughts? Uh, I need to play this, actually, so let me let me rewind a little bit. We're going to play the next segment. We got Sting. He's going to be interrupted by Flair and Arn's entourage and then Woman. Uh, here that is. No doubt about that. The fact that Buzz Sawyer, Mood, and the Dragon Master wanted to put you out of action in that six-man tag team event. But before we talk about business, i got to ask you. How does it feel to be the newest horseman? Because I can tell you that some of Ric Flair's parties last two or three days at a time. How are you adjusting to life in the fast lane? 
Rossi, but let me just say that yeah, life with the four horsemen is definitely fast lane. But you know what? The Stingers always had his own kind of lifestyle too. See, I got a bunch of little Stingers that look up to me too. I gotta spend time in the gym. I got a lot of things that I want to do here in the NWA. I gotta ask you this question. I know all the fans of the great state of Alabama are big fans of the NWA, but I've gotta ask you this one question I think everybody wants to know. Are you prepared on February 25th to beat your teammate Ric Flair for the heavyweight championship of the world? Touch him a little bit off guard here. I know it's a tough question. You're training with him every day. I know you look up to him. He's a great role model for any athlete. But the chips will be well. Speaking of the four horsemen, here he is. Let's not talk business anymore. Look what we got. We got a party going on. Look at the stinger. Horseman stop. Grab on to JR right there. You know, we like him tall. We like him small. Woo. We like them all, JR. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, look like, what do you think here? This is a pretty uh, good entourage. Well, to be honest with you, Rossi, this is one time I really don't mind being interrupted, so. Well, I mean, what can I say? What I guess, you do? Well, I guess when in Rome, you do like the Romans do. We're going to here, JR. I know you're going to defend the television championship here in just a little while. That's why you're dressed as you are. Uh, business and pleasure, you mixing it together here, my man? When you earn the kind of income the horsemen do, it dictates being a champion because when you afford this kind of beauty and look around yourself you gotta be a winner in a short time i'm going to defend that title eddie gilbert's horrification setting in on you stinger the other day at the gym pal i said get on that stair master and wear it out you're going to need your wind and i think it's self-explanatory nate i gotta ask you this question everybody's talking you're being recruited like a college blue chipper by a woman now what's the story here something a new development seemingly every week on well i gotta say one thing we all know she's one of the most influent <laughs> well here she is I'm due at the spa, and I just thought I'd stop by because I don't think you realize what it is that I can do for you. <laughs> February 6th is coming awfully close, and I know that I can help you. You know, woman, you come out sometimes at the most convenient times in a man's life. You gotta be one of the most beautiful creatures on the face of this earth. But I've said it before, as lovely as you are, we have always been able to draw that fine line between business and pleasure. This is pleasure in your business, as live as you are. You have my card, and when you're finished with girls, just let me know when you're ready for a woman. Ooh. That pretty well says it all. Ring a ding well, let me just ding. say one thing. February 6th in Corpus Christi, Texas, at the Clash of Champions, when all the smoke is cleared, the horsemen woo, will be live on location. Fans will be back on TBS right after this. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. We'll be right back. <laughs> JR's facial go expressions. Back. Go back 20 seconds. JR's facial expressions not, right pause. there. Right there.
Okay. That girl in green over JR's right shoulder is a fucking mm-hmm. slee stack. What? what? Jesus. Remember Land of the Lost? Yeah. Dude, that girl's gross looking. Just hit play and watch. Oh. The little fucking, uh. Look at her teeth. Yeah, she's, uh. Well, well. I mean, I was looking at woman most of the Well, you should <laughs> most be, because woman, woman laid these bitches out with the whole when you're done playing with girls. Oh, she she dropped the mic on them. One line got them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. look at her. That girl's a sleety stack, dude. Woman is. When you're as live as you are. <laughs> I, Flair and woman are getting the Rolex. Let me just put that out there right now. Um. I don't know what else to say. They, they, this was really, really good TV. And woman, she's not the greatest promo in the world, but this was tremendous. This was really the, the line she dropped there was great. At the end, Jr. getting teased is tremendous as well. Uh, Doc, what else do you have from this? Look at the girl at the end. Does she like wrap around Jr.'s elbow? These are some real whores. <laughs> Seriously, what's wrong with you, man? I wonder mean, where they found them. Man, I, I have a note here that says Huntsville's finest is every other town in America's scraps. Oh, come on! <laughs> Look at that girl's face. They're that not talking in, about woman. That girl in talking green about the girl in the green is sky high. Yeah, <laughs> for real, dude. She looks like the fucking bass player in some hair metal band. The one on the right has some serious hairspray in there. I mean, she's ready to go oh, up yeah. in flames like the Challenger. But look, she's going to latch on to JR in a second. Boy, does she. <laughs> you can blame Flair. Look at JR. Look at JR's face. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like, looking look, at him. <laughs> want to get on TV. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other Harper? You got any other thoughts on this? This was really good. I just thought Sting's makeup looked look like shit, huh? We just wrestled that match. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Oh, you, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I love it. All right, we keep moving. We get another scroll commercial. I didn't take note of most of the commercials here. Only thing I saw that was new, I think, was Prell. The shampoo, and we may have even seen that one before. So if y'all got commercial notes on commercials, uh, Doc, did you have any? I don't have any. I fast forward through these sons of bitches. This shit was two hours long. Well, and I think, I think there. Go ahead, Hopper. I think there were a bunch of replays for the most part. Yeah, pretty much. Except yeah, the milk the, commercial. No, the milk one's not new. Oh, clear rinse there's formula. The, yeah, that was the Prell one, the Prell shampoo. I don't know if I've seen that in years on the shelves. But anyway, uh, we keep moving. Uh, we got a match with uh, Mark Callis versus Robbie Idol. Uh, big elbow drop on to Idol, and Mean Mark is going to We're going to spell Undertaker's name different now. You want to elaborate? 
It was C-A-L-L-A-S there. The first time, a couple of times, it's been C-A-L-L-O-U-S. And the whole point here is, is once again, if Harper has taught us anything other than about eating ass, it is about branding. Spell the shit. Pick a, I don't get, care how you spell it. Just pick one way and stick with it. Just wait. They're going to misspell Arn again soon. <laughs> how do you misspell Arn? I, I don't know, but have you ever nailed a girl that with a furry enough pussy that looked like Teddy's jacket there? What the hell is no, wrong no, with you? Come on. Uh, do you just do you just sit there and just on the whim think of the most ridiculous thing to mention? Because that I, hey, don't blow my gimmick. <laughs> Damn. Hey, if everybody wants to know why that is the way it is, it's because Mike's like. All right, I think Harper's going to be with us tonight, so make sure you uh, say crazy things so you can set him up. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That's nice. goes, oh. you, know, you know what he told me about this? You know what he told me, Harper? This is fucked up, too. And, and I told him he was fucked up for saying this. He said, I really needed you to be the fifth guy when we had Luke and D-Man on because Harper wouldn't stand up for himself. But if you would have been there... You would have been like Harper's manager, and you would have stood up for him, and then Harper would have got some courage, and then he would have gone after D-Man. No, he, you would have teed him up because, like, I, Luke and Harper have been friends for a long time, but Luke doesn't know how to tee up Harper on the, on a podcast. Maybe he can do it when they're recording the shows and he can whisper in Harper's ear to say something, but on a podcast, dude, dude he needs you. Darren. Harper needs you. I don't care. You, they, Doc would have gotten more out of that than you, than than, yeah. than Luke would have. She got a. He's a civilian. <laughs> now I will say this: Luke said one thing, and it was unintended comedy that really was good. When Darren was bitching and crying that he couldn't bring his grandson to X-rated. Luke said just as matter of fact as possible with no hesitation, but he didn't intend on it to be funny. Well, Darren, I mean, you might not be able to meet your grandson, but you can hang out with the listeners of BTT and you can hang out with Steven Javorski. And there were many pops in the Facebook group about that comment, but he didn't intend it to be funny. Anyway, Let's keep moving because we're got we're we're got a ways to go still. We got the road warriors here. Men build up skyscrapers, and the road warriors knock them down. Here we go. One thing about Texas and Texicans, and that is they do things in a big way. Texas is a big state, and they like big things. Well, there's nothing bigger and better than the Legion of Doom. Skyscrapers, you think you're big? Well, you're just tall. That's all, and all that means is that you got a lot longer way to the mat when these two men knock you down. Right, Hawk? Hey! Men build skyscrapers and road warriors rip them down! Oh, what a rush! A rush for us, but not for you! We're the best! You want to be there! Everybody wants to be there! But you gotta fill the shoes. Do you think you can do it? I think not. I think not. 
for one second, do you? Ladies and gentlemen. Well, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, skyscrapers and road warriors. Good stuff. Doc, thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was good. It wasn't spectacular, but good enough. Well, they, Hawk, it's thoughts? the beginning of this thing. They haven't built it up to allow Hawk to get really intense. And, like, he, he, he's the, the personal issue now is you want to knock us off, not you damn near put my eye out kind of thing. Hopper, any thoughts? I think you want to go take a piss. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Michael Hayes, as we go to an eight-man tag back in Saginaw with the Freebirds, the Midnight Express, the Dynamic Dudes, and the Rock and Roll Express, the Freebirds have aged 10 years in the last month. Yeah, I don't know if it's the makeup or what, but, yeah, they look rough. Um, like Doc said, we go back to Saginaw for the Rock and Roll Express and the Dynamic Dudes versus the Midnight Express and Fabulous Freebirds. Eight-man tag match. This is funny because, to me, the... Freebirds and Midnight aren't far removed from a bit of a feud, but whatever. It Don't let that get in your way. I'm not a big guy on eight-man tags. It's We've talked about this. Not, it's too crowded, man. Too crowded. Also, I'm not a fan of the dynamic dudes. Well, there's seven um, stars here and then Johnny Ace. I, I can probably agree with you there and... I just, I don't know. It's, what, did you have anything from, I mean, it was, no, the crowd, I, no, the, the only crowd thing I had, here's the thing, like, I love the Midnights, uh, I, lo I love the rock and roll. I'm a bigger Freebird fan without Jimmy Garvin than you are, actually, but there's just too much traffic here. The only thing I had about this match was, the fucking TV company missed the actual pin. <laughs> I was going to bring something about that up, and I just was like, well, whatever. But again, I think this is, they were doing the same thing now, with the shots here, of Cactus. Here, you know, the last 15 to 20 years, I can say an eight-man tag isn't cool. In 1990, if I was 16 years old watching this, seeing all these stars wrestle stars, on Saturday night, instead of a bunch of jobbers, this would have been awesome. That's a fair point. Oh, and, and I need to be clear. This was not bad. I just don't like eight-man tags, especially as I've gotten older. Uh, the crowd, this Saginaw crowd, they're really into this. They, I mean, we had the cactus match with Dr. Death, and, and that was fine. And the crowd mm -hmm. is really into it. So, like, this is... Again, I, I want to point out... Damn, look at Shane's shirt. Tied up in the front like a damn girl. And then it's dudes on the ass of his trunks. White trunks. Dudes. I'm going to put dudes on my ass. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it, again, we got a lot of You think Ricky Morton looked at here. those two guys in the back and was like, boys, you ain't ever going to draw a goddamn dime with this ain't gimmick. <laughs> I don't know. Hopper, are you back yet? He what must be taking a shit. Doing? Yeah, he must have. I was trying to see if he was still online. He is. All right, well, Doc, again. Uh, so what happens here? We get a hot tag to Douglas. Uh, Cornette gets drop kicked by Douglas when Cornette gets on the apron. Lane is pinned by Douglas, but the ref's back is turned. Look Bobby at all those Eaton guys in the ring. It looks like a damn battle royal. It does. That's the problem. Bobby, and then you got Corny in there and a the ref, so it's even, you know, it's 10 people. But 
Uh, Bobby Eaton's going to drop the big leg on Douglas as Lane is uh, being pinned. Lane finally wakes up and rolls over to pin Douglas. And, yeah, that's how it ended, and I got no other thoughts on it. So we'll keep yeah. moving. Did you have any, Doc? No. You're, you're good, okay. man. You can go quite a bit forward here. I am doing so right now. We get a bunch more commercials. More I, commercials. I think everything was a replay with the exception of AutoZone. And AutoZone. This is where I, this is where I was hoping Hopper would be back in case he is. Hopper, you back? Of course he's not. Hey, maybe he Auto stepped Zone. on his headset. God, if he did. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come All on. right. Uh, we, National I Geographic. Use, I don't I know if I had a note National, for that. I used to use National Geographic's for uh, school projects. We we got a. I got like, I don't know how, but I got like five hundred people, or five hundred like issues up in my attic. So every time I had to do a report, I'd go get those sons of bitches. We had a bunch of those, and I don't know where we got them from because I know my mom did not subscribe to that. She had the money for nothing like that, so. Yeah, we had a bunch uh, that were given to us by someone. All right, keeping it moving. We're going to go to, actually, I don't know if I really have anything from this. I did have a note that it was kind of funny. It's the Louisville Slugger segment with Brian Pillman and Z-Man. But did you have anything from it, Doc? Uh, Pillman went back at Corny a little bit. Um, Pillman had some dad jokes, but, you know. Yeah, it was like elementary school ribbon between them. It was kind of hokey, but it was a little fun. I don't know. Hopper, you're back. I had to drop a deuce. I Told we you. figured. So I, I, I did want to ask you something. We uh, we had we had a commercial for AutoZone. Oh fuck! I didn't see that. Oh, okay, I was wondering if you were gonna make some comments about AutoZone, but uh, no biggie. I just was curious more than anything. Uh, we keep moving. Uh, nothing from nothing else from the Louisville Slugger, unless you had something, Hopper. Did you? No, it, it, it was just him kind of jabbing back and forth. They, it was kind of hokey. It really was. Yeah. But it was. It was funny. And a Z bunch Man of trying to sound funny. Boy, mm -hmm. he has yeah. a reverse money printer entertainer. <laughs> It, it just boogie nothing about dude they ought to put computer. tom zink and johnny ace in a tag team together God. <laughs> who would be the promo guy neither one i mean at least with shiny with johnny johnny ace and douglas douglas although he's not a good promo as a baby face at least he can do a little talking you got if you put z-man and johnny ace together i mean that's just a channel turner but we'll move on. Uh, more commercials. I don't know if I had anything new from it. Then we get a match. Pillman and Z-Man versus Hacksaw Higgins and Bob Cook. Z-Man and Pillman are going to win. Doc, any thoughts on that? Man. Now he stepped. Oh, okay. Hopper, you? I couldn't read what I, couldn't read what I wrote there, but it was meh. Meh. Uh, I tell you what, the crowd is not into it in Huntsville. No. They, they no. Know, whatever. Uh, we get more replays on commercials, and then we're going to get a match between the Samoan Savage versus Larry Santo. I think it's good to have the Samoan Savage here in a singles match because I believe he's got a uh, singles match 
on the clash. So right. pretty good to give him a win here. I mean, that's that's smart on my as far as the way I can see it. Humper Dinks out there with him, making his shooting goo face. Doc, any thoughts on this? Man, I had no notes on this, and it's not that I don't just necessarily disliked it. It's just I didn't have anything, and I think uh, part of it was I had seen so many non-jobber matches that I was just kind of amped up with that. Makes sense, Hopper. You anything? Not no, not really. No. So after that, we go to some more commercials. Simone Savage does win. We're going to. I think the only new what commercial the here. Oh, the Goodwill Games. Oh, uh, the, that's what that is. Oh, fuck! I didn't yeah. see the uh, the Road Warriors. Oh, the the root. Yeah, there's a yeah. Road Warriors ruse. Uh, that, I think they played that one a couple weeks ago for the first time. But we get the Road Warriors ruse, a bunch of replays, Goodwill Games. The only thing new here, at least from my note, there was Those a. Those don't look clean, bad. Those ruse? Yeah, Dude, those. They're all right. Yeah. I ain't wearing them. <laughs> something Metairie guys wear, I guess. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, we do see a, a commercial for Clear Blue and Easy, the uh, pregnancy test. Exactly. That was new. Why? Why? <laughs> Don't, doesn't somebody need to be fucking before that happens? Who? I don't. Okay, it, 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 who's? First of all, why would this company want this commercial on during pro wrestling? They might as well put this commercial on during fucking uh, a fucking GI Joe cartoon. I don't know, Hopper. What is the demographics for wrestling at this time? I mean, fucking kids, not fucking women. Oh shit, I got knocked up a bad check and see. <laughs> I don't know, Hopper. There were a lot more women back then watching wrestling than there are now. I hear you because you're thinking about it from a 13-year-old perspective. But I but get what you're saying. You went for fucking Oxy 10 to this. And uh, Starburst. So rude. that's who that that's who the demographic is. The Oxy Ten Starburst fucking candy. That's perfect for this. That's for, for fucking kids. Not clear blue or the fucking SpongeBob. Even even SpongeBob. Even Deadbeats sending money on Western Union. SpongeBob. Right. <laughs> SpongeBob. Well, they oh, lived in Bikini Bottom, dude. That's you see, it makes perfect sense. What was that? what was that thing called? Today's, today's sponge. Yeah, today's, today's sponge. Not fucking I, yesterday's sponge. This is today's sponge for today's woman. When you look at yesterday's sponge, it's caked in jizz. Oh, come on. Well. Doc, do you have any other thoughts on Clear, Blue, and Easy? There's no reason. All right. Their marketing department was just setting fire to money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, after all of that, we finally get to what I think is a, you know, a good match to have on this week's card. And that is Eddie Gilbert versus Arn Anderson. Remember, Arn is your 
TV champion these days. Uh, Doc, I will throw it to you. What do you have from Arn versus Eddie? Man, I don't have a lot of technical notes but because I got caught watching this match because, man, these guys are both so good. They really are. And, I agree. And they talked about it, like, how, you know, and I really appreciate the commentating on this with two guys that are so good because they do, they're, they're similarly sized, but they talked about how Eddie has the speed and if it gets into a power, then Orn's got the, the edge. To me, this is just, this is one of those things where it's just a good, two good teams getting it on. And it, so like if I was watching a football game where the Cowboys aren't playing or I'm not hating on somebody, but just two good teams getting it on, man, I you got to appreciate that. What do you have from it, Hopper? I'm just thinking, imagine fucking Eddie Gilbert joining the Horsemen instead of fucking staying. Eddie was too small. He was similar sized with the Arn. And Flair hated him. I don't, oh, oh, really? Well, that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do the Silva accent, but I can hear Silva's voice in my head saying that. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's issues. I mean, you know, man, it, it. Man, Eddie like Gilbert hit Arn with his finisher and didn't win. Yeah. Well, 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 that's too close to the ropes. You know, the sad part about this match, it's really good. But the crowd, I guess, because they had been there for yeah, such a long taping. And that really responding. And that's where hey, he yeah. slapped them in the face to try to get them um, going. Don't do not do four-hour tapings. Well, what I'm just, yeah, that's I agree a, that's with That's one of those things like, the, you know, my, my Mavericks just got knocked out of the playoffs. And one of the home games, we the crowd was dead, and it's like, don't get mad at the crowd. Fucking do something to get them up. Well, and, and, and there's my point on that is, is that after four hours, there may not be anything that you can do to get them really up here. I just wanted to point out, it's a really good match between two quality guys. Arn's gonna win when he catches Eddie coming off the ropes. That was nice. When he catches. I, it was very hard to do too the way he came down. You'll see here it, it here. Right here on the yeah, this finish is great. Yeah, I mean that's not e- like Arn made that look easier than it is. They're they're to catch a grown a man match and sweaty and there's weight and it's moving. That's that hard. To, that's hard to do. He catches him in midair, turns think, him, plants him. I think him. Uh, that might get stolen at the next Wildcat event. By who? I don't know. I want to find. Yeah, who? I, I'm going to show that to uh, certain people. Like how many people on the finish. Wildcat? Okay, so Harper, how many people on the Wildcat roster? If you got everybody, how many people would there be? Like uh, on the basic roster, you like all right. I'm gonna. I'm calling a meeting. How many? Oh, the, like the main core people. The the wrestlers. Uh. Don't include. Um, trainees who haven't done right, Jack um, yet, or include them. Six, Let's include them. Five or six. No, he can't. You can't do that. You yeah. can't. Inc- yeah, fuck it, that. Yeah, some of them just started. Some of yeah. them. Okay, but they're they're trying to learn. So got like include- five or six are, are as Luke calls us the Wildcat OGs. 
Okay, but let's include the trainees because what I'm going to ask is more no. about how they Fuck learn. That. Okay, so never mind. Um, <laughs> if you show, I, I wasn't expecting such strong feelings. Um, if you if you showed them this match at the beginning, how many of this group would not know Eddie Gilbert? Oh God, a, a lot. A vast majority of them wouldn't. Now, I understand that Arn is going to be more recognizable, and maybe right. not. But yeah, Eddie, well, he's on fucking AEW, and they right. watch that. Yeah. But Eddie's been dead for Since unfortunately, 26 90s. years. Yeah. Yo, oh, so, yeah. They so, wouldn't know who the fuck he is. Okay. That's depressing. I guarantee you. I mean, he said that before. I mean, he was telling a story years ago on the show when... He was at the school and and they were watching something and the Rock and Roll Express came on and whoever the trainees or, or young guys were said, oh, look, it's an imitation rockers. And yeah. he was just like, what the hell's wrong with y'all? Like, I mean, just to even say that. All right, guys, you need to go over there and give me a thousand Hindu squats. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't know who the fuck Eddie Gilbert is. Okay. Well, there's your end of the show. <laughs> uh, well, um, on that note, yeah. uh, Arn wins. Remember, Arn is the TV champion. But I feel bad for these two guys here just for the simple fact they had a really good match to close out the episode. And the crowd was just quiet because I guess they had been there all night like it was a um, you know TV taping in the Smoky Mountains. We saw that plenty of times. So we need to take care of some business and hand out some Rolexes and rate it and all that good stuff. Before we do so, please use our Amazon Associates link every time you shop on Amazon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support the show. You're not spending anything extra. You're just shopping on Amazon. And give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time. Whatever you have in your life, tell them to use it. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. On that note, again, tinyurl.com slash Amazon, a great way to support the show without spending anything extra. And if you want access to the Clash of the Champions or the World Class Shows or all of these A&E biographies and Dark Side of the Rings that Doc and I have done recently, you got to go to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT to get access to all of that stuff. I'm telling you, everybody out there listening, we are on a roll. We have done yeah. tons of extra shows due to these Dark Side of the Rings and these A&E biographies. I'm trying to tell you, so, man, once we got unencumbered from this Smoky Mountain nonsense, we'd be ready to go. I had fucking Tiffany watch that one with me. She's like, how could this have happened? No Which one, one? About this, the uh, Grizzlies, because you, you know, because she watches it with me. I said, I said, look, I know you love all that crime porn and all that crime shit. I said, wait until you watch this one. And she's like, how can this happen? And no one says anything. They didn't know that oh, this was going on. I'm like, I don't know, you know. So I'm not going to comment because Doc and I said a lot during the patron show, right, Doc? Man, I got to tell you, if you're not a patron, we we covered it. When you say we covered it respectfully, I mean we didn't make any jokes. There was no bullshit. There was no will you grow up? 
we had a we had a, a grown up conversation about this. Totally agree. Okay. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, Grizzly or anybody who enabled him, or in today's world, if you are enabling a pedophile and you won't speak up, I hope you go to hell. And get your whole you're, head, get your whole head in front of the shotgun. What are we gonna rate this thing though? I, I, I that's bring, that's making it's me say it's an A. It's an A. Lots. I of agree. Matches. Yeah, I agree. A. I'm I'm giving it an A. I thought uh, not just the matches. I mean, we had the segment with Flair and Woman. I, I mean, like there was Flair, man, because like for the because when he was feuding with with with, with Funk, it wasn't this Flair. He wasn't talking about getting women and getting laid. It was revenge, revenge, revenge. This is the flair that I've been waiting to see again. Yeah, and it comes from the fact that he became a sympathetic person when Funk piled drove him through the table, and that's what sent us on down that path. And, I mean, it wasn't horrible because there were some good promos from Funk during it, but you're right. This version of Flair with the women and whatnot is is the version we all remember and think was great. So I, I'm with you. Okay, it's so like watching this, you think, uh, how can they? I mean, this was a good show. It, it it's it just sucks that they they couldn't you know keep this consistent and get people to show up to this. Right. Well, when you got Norman who isn't on this show, and that's another reason why it's that's an A. True. When you got Norman and you got the stupid stuff going on, right? what can you do, you know? What can you do? Okay, so, uh, Doc, you gave it an A as well? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. A Rolex, who are you giving your Rolex to, Doc? Man, this is a complicated issue here because there's a lot of good matches with a lot of stars, and I think Cactus has some play in this, I think. Uh, Dr. Death has some play in it. I think Arn and, and Gilbert have some issues here to say. But, and I'm giving it to woman for that one line. You're done playing with the girls. That's right. She took a bunch of hookers there and just laid them out straight up to their face. I'm honestly curious, where did those women come from? Because I doubt the there's a fucking club. modeling agency. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? The strip club, the, the probably called the Landing Strip out by the airport in Birmingham uh, or something. God. The Crystal Pistol. Club in they're fucking in, Huntsville. That's right. what I was about to say. They're not in Birmingham. They're in Huntsville. Yeah, Huntsville. Yeah. That's nice. Really? Seriously? You know somebody calls it that. You know somebody calls it that. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, you think. That... All right, whatever you say, pal. Hey, man, I saw the Hurt Business on the Raw last night, and I don't know where they got those ladies to hang out with them. Uh, Hopper, who are you giving your Rolex to? Did you say? I was thinking Flair, but now dude, I'm thinking how fucking Cactus just throws himself around like an asshole. <laughs> I think he deserves actually, a Rolex. That's actually a good point. And when you say he throws himself around like that, you mean that in the most respectful way. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, I mean, no one is doing that. No fear. No, I guess for obvious reasons, but it's just... But the, other, but the other thing is, and this is what makes him a genius, 
he found something that nobody else was doing. He is different. At least Scott kind of is in that ballpark, but he's not the same specimen. He found something that nobody else is doing, and he exploited it to the nth degree. And we talked about that at length during the Mick A&E biography when we discussed what Flair had to say about what Cactus did. And we had it's a nice really to say it, but not everybody's Ric Flair. On that note, hey, Menace, um, I got to tag out. I got a little something going on here. Um, but I got to tag out. Hey, uh, all my sweet babies out there, good to see you this week. But I got I to gotta log off. Sweet babies? Okay, you go ahead. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Hopper and I will take care of a couple of things while uh, while you go do that. Um, Hopper, uh, let's let's plug your your video service and whatnot yeah. real quick. So, um, Hopper is still doing his video shout outs, life advice, relationship advice, not just for you, but for anyone. You know, um, if you want to shout out someone that you know, or you want to give some life advice to someone you know, you you're related to a moron or two, and you want them to, Hopper to to cut a promo on them so that they can work. There you go, or some idiot from your job, or anything. Hopper will cut a promo on them. First thing you got to do is email him with the details of your shout-out, and that email address is chrishopper16, that's 16, wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That is the email address. You need to email him what you want in your video shout-out, and then you're going to have to PayPal him, 20 bucks to cc 303 Eight, that is the number eight cc at yahoo.com if you missed any of that information it is in the show description and you can get it from there so again email chris harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com and his paypal is cc 303-88-cc at yahoo.com and again all of that information is in the show description and harper will get you set up i know he's got a couple of orders right now he's in the process with that you may have heard by now one of them being a big time patreon supporter jeremy priest so uh, you should you probably have heard it by the time you hear this jeremy so anyway harper's on the job so make sure you do that and then just a couple of other quick things i got check out our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe monrado and michael quinn the northern version of btt slightly classier definitely a little bit more professional but still fun nonetheless they support us so please support them they've been plugging us and supporting us for God, feels like about four years now, and they're good guys, so please check them out. And then lastly, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They handle our ECW show on our Patreon feed. Two good guys as well uh, with the Bottom Line cast, and it's about the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So go ahead and listen to them and uh, become a patron if you haven't already done so at tinyurl.com. So Patreon BTT. Again, tons of shows are up there along with the Clash 10. That'll be coming up in just a couple of weeks. I think, what, February 6th is when it airs, so... We'll uh, record the next episode, and I think then we're recording The Clash, and it'll be up. On that note, Harper, anything else before we get out of here? I'm getting tuckered out. I don't know about you. Let's roll. Let's roll. I love when you say let's roll. Uh, Go ahead and hit the tagline. Let's get out of here.